Oh shit. Coming with that energy, son. So I'm bringing it to you today. Fucking right, motherfuckers. This is the Puro Caballero Show. It is the day before Halloween, December 30th, 2018. Episode 41. Coming to you live and direct from undisclosed Southern California location. Turn that down for you. This is your host, the man with the plan. We'll be doing the most. Your boy at Puro Caballero Morar Mario, the homie Chicano Thanos. This year, y'all see, I'm dressing up as Thanos for Halloween. Had to put that shit together. Even shave the, the mustache and goatee for this shit. Threw everybody off. Who hadn't seen me in a minute. Clean shaven. Looking fresh faced. So yeah. This is uh, what it is. Episode 41 like I said before. And yeah. It's been a minute. I've been procrastinating. But you know what? We back. You know. Had to take a little break. We, you know. Took a little bye. It's the middle of fo- football season. You know. What can I say? I mean, the goddamn Raiders have been playing like they've been mentally on by since freaking like week three, I would think. But it is what it is, man. Uh, yeah, we got lots to get into. Fucking lots to talk about, man. Yeah, I hope it's not stressful because I know that's strong. Yeah, we coming hard. We coming hard off the top. We got to play some justice, some stress because I'm about to catch these motherfuckers on Saturday. I'm about to go. See them and some other fools at uh, a cool little heart event. I think that's uh, they always change the name of it. Day of the Dead, I think is what they call it now. Some shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, not too bad. It's just one day, and they did it at the new LA um, State Historic Park. They just like redid that shit because they used to hold the events there. And that shit was pretty dope when they did it back in the day. So like, I went to one out there. I want to see who the fuck did I see? Like Flosser Dumbass. I know I saw like Breakbot. I know I saw. Oh man, who else? I think I missed Bauer there. I don't know why I did. That was a bad move on my part. I'm gonna. I'll take onus on that one. Fuck, man. I don't even know. There was a couple dope ass moments. Yeah. Barely made it into the venue and shit. Yo, Floss was ridiculous. I never seen that much booty bouncing in the air in like in in my life. That shit was insane. Like that shit was ridiculous. Them two motherfuckers fucking went in. Anyway, yeah, I'm about to see Justice, man. I'm so hyped. Gotta keep it a little low key because uh, it's a little later in the nighttime and I'm trying to wake no motherfuckers up and all that shit. But yeah. Fucking justice. Oh my god. I saw him at Coachella back in like 2012. They were like two sets right before like Snoop and Dre on like the last night. Holy fuck. They were fucking. They went in. Like that Cross album was like one of my favorite albums. Like just of any genre for a good long while. Like I fuck with that shit so hard. Like top to bottom. It was so good. 
That was the air. That was that. That was that air. I guess what they call Bloghouse air now. Shit, I've seen it. People talk about that. That shit was crazy. That little French electro house shit. Mm. Them, them boys came hard. Oof. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Frank. Me and him used to bang that shit way back in the day, like in high school. It's like I was looking that up. It came out in like 2007. So yeah. Shit, it's been 11 years. Damn. It's been f- six years since I've seen them. So I'm fucking excited. That shit gonna be dope, 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 dope. I'll pull up the rest of the lineup. Man, I was gonna talk about it later, but fuck it. Let's get into it right now. Yeah, this is at uh, hard hitting action. Oh yeah, Diane Ward is, is playing. Ooh, like I'm, I'm all right. What about Knife Party? Ooh, Knife Party finna be a party. Oh shit, I've seen them before. Them boys go hard too. Oh fuck. Cashmere Cat. Still haven't seen Cashmere Cat. See Cashew. That'd be dope. Some chill out shit. Jack Beats would be fun. Mm, let's see. The Mike B. I don't think I've seen him. Oh, yeah. Shiba Song. Definitely gonna be chilling with some Shiba Song. Lee Foss back to back. Felix the House Cat. Ooh, okay. This, this Doodle stage might be the one where I'm gonna be chilling a little bit more hard. I'm gonna come to for, you know, a little bit of shit. Let's see. J Flip, Rodriguez Jr. I've seen Rybo before. And Lubelski. Playing back to back. Let's see. Yeah, don't really know the rest of the lineup anyway. Yeah, there's like eight motherfuckers on there that I'm like, okay. Okay, we fucking going in. We going hard. Literally. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, costumes and all that stuff. The craziness. This kind of went. Because uh, I had a friend who said he was going, and I just said, fuck it. I'm going. Doing it. Doing it, moving it. So, yeah. Just made that executive decision and just had to cop an e-ticket. So, yeah. If you listen to this, yeah, I'll be there. See me in, like, purple face paint with the little vest, Thanos vest, and a big old uh, Infinity Gauntlet. I'm looking at this shit on the table, like, sitting right in front of me. This looks amazing. I bought some of these little gems and I glued them onto this like it's basically one of those like whole cans, like beer mug koozie things. But I took it. I took one that was like all black. And I found it on e- on the Amazon. And I got some spray paint and I just like painted that shit gold and that shit looks fire. Oh shit. And then I put and then I, and I glued the little uh little infinity stones on that bitch. Found one in each color. Boy, ooh, this shit is fucking wet. If I don't win this goddamn like dress up contest, and it's a fucking, it's a sham. I'm fucking going in. I'm going for it, hundred percent. So what you gotta do? You just go hard or you go home. There's like only only really one option. So that's what we doing, man. That's what the fuck we doing. Yeah. So um, I might need to get some new body paint, face paint. For Saturday, cause I'm gonna be wanting to to be moving and grooving and dancing and, and having a good time and actually tried out the costume Sunday night. I went to go see Doc Martin. Shout out to Sully 
and Jamie went to go see with them and then their friend, um, which I'm blanking on her name right now, unfortunately. I'm going to blame this, uh, this indica I had earlier. But anyway, yeah, we had a little fun little time. Uh, went out to like the pier out in Long Beach. They have this like little spot. <laughs> and they just like, uh, yeah, go play in the back on like the side. And they have probably like 50 people there. It was a cool little party. So it was a costume party. So I came through, did my thing. Danced a little bit. Got a lot of props and people in the crowd and shit. Someone bumped one of the Finney Stones. How did to get it replaced? How to get that replacement one? But yeah. I had it on deck, so it's all good. So that shit was fun. Just got to see Doc play a little bit. I've seen him play a couple of times. So at the end of the night, it did wear off a bit, but I did take it off also. I could tell, like, on my arms, it was getting, like, all crack crackled and shit, so I might need to just apply it better. I'm not sure. Any hoot. Let's see. It. Defuk. Else we got. I mean, might as well just get into football. It's been two weeks off. I mean, what is we? What, is, what the fuck? What fucking week are we? Is this week nine now? Week ten? Who are we? Halfway through the season, I heard. So it's, like, got to be week nine. It's NFL. What the fuck is the schedule looking like? Why am I doing this on my laptop and not my iPad? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, we're Raiders. We got the Thursday night game this week. I mean, shit. Against the Niners? Shit. Yeah, it's week nine, so. Yeah, I guess we can back it up. We, I mean, we missed a couple weeks. We won't keep it too much in the past. We'll talk about what just happened and uh, what just transpired. Fucking Giants are so boo-boo, man. Eli Manning looks so trash. Hello, fucking washed. Odell Beckham just out there scrapping together good games. But, like, that's the play. Obviously, the emotional shit and what he's doing, too, is, like, getting a lot of press. But I don't think is like, deserves as much attention as, like, some of the other shit things that's going on. Like, how bad the offensive line has been and how much they need to invest into that. And yeah, the defense also too. Uh, but a lot of teams have not have, have had very inconsistent defenses all season. So it's been a weird year. It's been a very very weird year. But yeah, they lost again twenty uh, to thirteen to the Redskins. Which Adrian Peterson, oh my God, still doing it. Alex Smith still running around, still doing Alex Smith things. Which is just like very just annoying. It's just like, hmm, you're not that threatening yet. You don't fuck up. You're very accurate at times. But uh, it can be kept in check down from time to time. So you got those pluses and minuses. But it's just very, very annoying when that's the your team's weakness. And like uh, Oakland Raiders, it's been a very glaring e- easy weakness to target and go after it's just like all the checkdowns and the tight ends and running backs out of the backfield like they always go off against the Raiders I feel like the last like four seasons there's there were like one one year a couple years ago it was just like the tight end was like averaging like 120 or 130 yards a game for them it's like it was ridiculous it was fucking ridiculous they couldn't guard nobody 
Um, none of the linebackers were, were quick enough. The Raiders, like, were never investing in the linebackers, and this shit was just fucking shown. Obviously, glaring hole right in the middle. Come throw right here. But, yeah, anyway, Alex Smith, yeah, he used to do that shit. I was getting flashbacks. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I guess we stopped at the top. Texans beating the Dolphins 42-23. I mean, Deshaun Watson, man. This dude's doing it. He beat, That was, like, last Thursday night, so... A little bit away. That shit was crazy. Um, but yeah, man. Will Fuller fucking tore his ACL in this game. And it wrecked two of my fantasy team's rosters. I'm scrounging for wide receivers now. I'm glad I didn't tra- trade Odell Beckham. Thank goodness. But he's on bye this week. So I think my team's dead in the waters. And they just got to 4-4. Four four. This was fucking disappointing. Fucking disappointing. And I got a bunch of dudes in by trying to get a bunch of other guys. Hopefully the, the wave of wire comes through this week. I need it. I needs it. Yeah, I think cause I think I'm starting like Derek Henry, Calvin Ridley Unnamed Whiteout too. It's not good. Nelson Aguilar's on by too. It's like fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Need like a big game for my QB, whoever start whoever I'm starting. I don't know if I'm going Mitch or if I'm going Deshaun this week. Anyway, anyway, back to the scores. Eagles beat the Jags twenty four eighteen in London. That was an interesting one. Jags just on a losing skid. Blake Bortles not looking very good right now. Looking very bordily. Getting all bordled. Panthers beating the Ravens 36-21. Carolina starting to come on. They're looking not too bad. I think uh, they're really starting to uh, figure out how to utilize all their, their weapons on offense. They're getting Cam going in the run game. They're getting Cam going in the pass game. But not too much in the run game, which is good. Conserving them. They're getting Christian McCaffrey in the run. And pass game a little bit too. Let's start to figure out how to use them a little bit. So yeah, they're doing things. They're gonna be tough to beat. Let's check out the uh, NFC South standings. Right here, yeah, just the game act of the Saints. New Orleans, they're doing their thing. We'll see Broncos. Losing to the Chiefs 23-30. Broncos fans looking desperate right about now. The fucking Chiefs. They're just fucking rolling, man. Pat Mahomes has been pulling this shit out of his ass. He's just like all uh, everywhere. Was, I've heard people. What was it Patrick Starr? Fucking. What was the other one? Um, God damn it. I was texting somebody. I was telling somebody. Um, I was thinking of nicknames for him. Um, my homie calling him Showtime. That was some. That, that's nah, nah. Was trying to force that shit. Uh, what the fuck was it? Uh. Anyway, I'm too late. Anyway, it was uh, man, entertainment the week before though. Man, he was playing Brady. That game was crazy, back and forth. It was like who was gonna get the ball last was gonna win it. 
that shit was crazy. There was a lot of close games the week before, but this week it was kind of boring, man. It was kind of boring. Seahawks beat the Lions 28-14. The best thing that happened in that game is the freaking Seahawks were scoring a touchdown and they reenacted when Robin Ventura charges the mound against uh, uh, Nolan Ryan. That shit was hella funny. The, the, <laughs> uh, the, the, the pretending like they plunked the batter and the dude ran after the pitcher and the guy with the pitcher just like just just knocks him in the face and then just kept running and they celebrate. <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. I think that was my, my probably my favorite celebration this season. This season. So shout out to the Seahawks for that. Let's see. Steelers thirty three, Browns eighteen. Um, yeah, man. Steelers doing the thing. Browns eventually fired not only their offensive coordinator, but their head coach in Hugh Jackson as well. So Todd Haley also gets the boot. So there was apparently like some internal power struggle between these two dudes. And now they're both gone. So yeah. We'll see how that bodes for the squad. Probably not good, I would assume. Nah. Bengals beating the Bucks 37-34. This was a, an exciting one only because of the situation with the quarterback for the Bucks. Because Jameis Winston in the game, just throwing the literally throwing the game away. Four picks, gets pulled. Ryan Fitzpatrick plays to end the game. And they score 21 straight points, I, I want to say. Are they like, we're down 21. And they got down 17 and then eventually called their way back. I think they're down 17 when Fitz came in. He brought them back. They tied the game. And then Bengals freaking drive all the way into field goal range, kick it, and then they win it. So, yeah, no feel good story there. But Fitzmagic, yeah, he's in, in short bursts, man. He be coming through when you don't expect him. He's like that change of pace QB. I don't know how effective that could be. No, well, mm, I don't know. It depends on what you depends on the the weapon you got. I guess I don't know. Anywho, Bears twenty four, Jets ten. I think the Bears are a legit fun team to watch, in my opinion. And I've been like kind of keeping tabs on them in the last few seasons. The defense has some like pretty very good interesting players before they even got Khalil Mack. And their offense has got some, uh, it's got some trickeration, some little wiggle to it. I like it this season. They're really doing a good job of mixing in Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen, and I'm appreciating the fuck out of that shit because I got Cohen scoring a lot of points for me, so that shit was dope. And yeah, Trubisky been doing his thing, especially this season. Last season was a, was a bit of a struggle, but this year, yeah, man, he looks like he's kind of coming to his own a little bit, moving around with his legs. Could be, you know, could be something. We'll see. Definitely an athlete, man. He's definitely an athlete. Um, it's crazy. They moved him to quarterback, I think, in college. Because I think that's when he started playing that full time. I think he was a wide receiver, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway. Freaking disappointment game of the week. Once again, handed to... The Oakland Raiders, 42-28, lost to Indy at home. This one was a tough one to swallow, man. Lots happened since last time I talked to you. Marshawn Lynch on IR. 
Amari Cooper shipped out of town for a first rounder. Thank you for the pick, uh, Dallas. But nonetheless, one less weapon down. Man, it's just, yeah, it's bad. It's a struggle. We got like Brandon LaFell running routes with them now. And Dougie Martin is now the, the lead back with uh, Richard the change of pace, third down guy. And I really wanted him to have a good game. And he freaking put the ball on the ground at the worst moment right at the end of the game. Just like when they're driving, trying to tie the game, gives it up. Freaking Indy gets the ball back super close to like 30 yards out. They end up scoring this this game. Game blouses. And, uh, yeah, that was just really disappointing. But Derek Carr didn't look too bad in this game. I'm not going to lie. He was uh, he was hitting some receivers. He was getting some third downs. He was controlling the tempo. His running game was doing – was getting some chunk plays. Doing a good job of uh, not being predictable. And, once again, defense is just – but it all happened in front of them, man. It's like Andrew Luck had all day. The, the book on Andrew Luck is he's an amazing quarterback, but his offensive line always lets him down. But Raiders couldn't capitalize, man. They didn't do enough. They did not do enough. That is for certain. And it's a for shame. It's for shame, really. After the game, Dominic Rogers Comardi retiring. It's like, I'm done, fellas. He's quitting on the team midway through the season. Doesn't even want to see it out. Old old dude, I get it, but yeah. Can we get some Conley action or some shit in there? I mean, playing Leon Hall and shit, all these dudes out there. Old ass corners, fuck. Man, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's not been a good year. It has not been a fucking good year, man. They've been putting on the season. That's not how you go out of Oakland with the whimper, man. I don't even know if they're going to bring them back. If they ask to come back. Where are they going to play next year? Are they just going to have like. Just roving games. It's like we'll play one in San Diego. We'll play one in, in Vegas. We'll play one. in I don't fucking know. In the Niners Stadium we'll play one. Fucking in Mexico we'll play one in London. Fuck it. We'll play everywhere. Shit, man. You can get the Raiders to play in Jerry Jones Stadium. They would fucking sell out if you can get the Raiders to play in anywhere. Maybe not anywhere, but a lot of places. It also depends on the opponent, too, I guess. But I mean, not this season. Definitely not this season. That shit would be so crazy. Just having a roving team, kind of like the old ABA teams that would just like play in like four different cities. Some of them. I think like the Virginia Squires played in like four or five different cities or some shit like that. It was crazy. Some crazy shit. Mm, or like Kansas City, Omaha Kings, they would play in two different cities for a little bit. Switch off. And then just Kansas City eventually. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Anywho, Cardinals 18, Niners 15. That was kind of a weird one. The uh, Cardinals were not as shitty as the Niners on that one. That was kind of weird. 
watching it through red zone. Uh, yeah, Rams Packers 29-27. Rams take it. That was exciting. That was actually a crazy, crazy game. Crazy game to watch. There were just plays all over the field, man. And Rogers doing his thing, bringing Devontae Adams, getting in there. Um, Jared Goff, obviously with the Rams, man. Um, they had some some big plays with Gurley, man. Gurley had another monster, monster game, and they were just like controlling the ball in the second half because they weren't getting anything going at the beginning. I think they went like their first three drives without any scores, and I think that's like maybe the first time they had done that all season. So they uh, they were behind the eight ball, but they came back on them in the second half. But they did it by controlling the ball and running, which was surprising. But that's kind of what you need to do against Andy Rodgers. And uh, the defense that they got at the Packers. So, man, Rams are potent, man. They can figure out how to get it done in the many different ways. They are very, very lethal. And they're one of those uh, top elite teams definitely on the season for sure, for sure. They're taking the NFC West. Uh, I think the only undefeated team yet left in the NFL. And, yeah, we'll move on. The nightcap. Saints 30, Vikings 20. I got to see the highlights of this one afterwards, man. So we're talking about quarterbacks earlier and just trying to pull them, pull them in in certain situations. The Saints are figuring out how to do it with this Hill guy. That dude is not just a quarterback, though. That dude is a fucking athlete. Yo, that that guy is crazy. And do everything. He's like the uh, dude running on kickoffs and shit. The gunner. He's like freaking an H-back. But then an option quarterback at the same time. Yeah, it's it's crazy. He's like a, um, a slot receiver that you like uh, motion, the fly motion receiver. <coughs> he can just play quarterback. Like, he's crazy. I don't know how good of a straight quarterback he is, but they're using him pretty well. Scheme and plays for him and stuff. Hmm. I think with like the uh, opening of the middle of the field with the, all these rule changes that they've been doing, I think it's created a lot more intricacies to like the the trick plays and the the um, like kind of the more collegiate type of stuff. Just because in the past, like those dudes are just so menacing and they can just like fuck you up that you wouldn't even try it, even if you can, even if it does bring positive things. It's not ultimately bringing that because you're killing your players sometimes on those uh option plays and shit like that but now that you can't hit the dude is quite as hard then it's like well fuck it we're just going to use that trickeration shit some more yeah, teams are bringing guys in motion I've, n- I've never seen that little shovel toss with the guy in motion play more times than I have this season. It's been fucking crazy. I think everyone's taking it from the Eagles. I think the Eagles ran it last season quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, a lot of teams are playing playing that way and, and being successful with it. Nobody's really doing just the straight handoffs, but at least not as much. 
they just want to give the quarterback them stats because it's technically a little pass to the forward. So it's a little bullshit, but whatever. I've seen Jerry Goff literally just like grab the ball, move his hands apart, balls in the air for a second, the receiver grabs it and then goes. And he, that's a technically a, 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 a touchdown pass or whatever it is, or whoever came and got it. And then that other play they do is, is that uh, little inside shovel pass with the option. You see, I've seen that run at the goal line more times than than ever. It's crazy. It's where they're like, either bring like a tight end or fullback, and that that dude will get it underneath as the the play is developing one way to the left or to the right, or they'll uh, motion the running back to the side or like a a wide receiver or somebody. I've seen wide receivers do get the ball in that play. Like, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. There's been, like, so many different ways people have been able to scheme that play. So, yeah. I don't know how we got to that subject, but, yeah, that shit. Oh, yeah, Saints. They be th- doing the, the same shit with the Hill, though. But he be playing all different positions of that that uh, that trickeration, like I said. Because then you can do some crazy shit, too. Which is, like, if you want to bring him in motion, give him the ball, have him run to the side toss back to breeze and then now uh, he's going deep <laughs> like some uh, you know what i'm saying like some crazy shit but uh yeah saints are looking tough number one in the nfc south six and one let's look at these nfl standings let's look at all of them let's look at motherfucking all of them mm. let's see Oh yeah, we'll just go over one more game. Twenty-five to six, Pats over the Bills. I mean, it was frustrating. A lot of field goals until Pats came on at the end, and I don't know why my voice is sounding like this, but it is. Yeah, Saints six and one, Panthers five and two, three and four, Falcons Bucks. That's the South. The North, you got four three, four and three, Vikings and Dubbers, and you got the Pack at three and three and one. Oh no, Vikings are four three and one. I forgot the tie. I forgot the tie. Lions are three and four. Not too bad. Detroit still there. It's still striking distance. Let's see who finishes there. That's pretty close division. Honest to God. Can't rule them pack out. Let's see. Rams are 8-0 and 0. And oh. 4-3 are the Seahawks. 2-6 and six are the Cardinals. 1-7 are the Niners. So, yeah. Like I said, Cardinals were just less shitty than the Niners on that game. And that's really what it felt like. Um. Yeah, skins are five and two. So, a little surprising, a little bit. I guess I don't know. More steady hand than Kirk Cousins. I don't think Kirk Cousins was built for the type of offense that they wanted to run. And Cousins definitely built for the uh for Minnesota though. Minnesota's been doing him well. So I think yeah, probably probably better, better groove, better fit. Yeah, with Alex Smith there. Uh, they thought they were gonna get the uh, rookie running back. Uh, uh, what's his, how you say his name? Uh, I want to call him Juice or Guise or Guisey. It's Geis, I think it's G G U I C E. It's like Geis. I think that's how you say it. Shit. Yeah, he tore his ACL in preseason. So Adrian Peterson of all people back up and running in the league, and he's been doing well. 
Battering Ram status. But the Eagles, not too far behind. They're four and four at five hundred. And the Cowboys at three and four, trying to do something. I don't know what jumpstart their offense. Trying to get a Mari Cooper. Good luck with them drops, bro. Good fucking luck. That's all I got to say about that because, oof, 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 oof. It's frustrating as fuck. It's like, oh, he's wide open. He's got great footwork. And then the hands. What happened? What happened there? Bottom of the division, 1-7 New York Giants. And it's looking pitiful right now for them. And it's definitely just gets amplified because that, that damn New York media is just fucking ruthless. They are fucking ruthless. They just, like, don't give a shit. They're just, like, asshole New Yorkers, like, to the full. It's just, it feeds into it. Because those are the, the craziest dudes are the ones calling into all those sports radio talk shows and everything. And the shit runs the media out there. It's like a big medium. Um, Yeah. So they, they feel the pressure, but from not, like, I don't think the whole contingency but that's that's just my opinions i don't i don't fucking know i don't fucking know did i miss anybody no that's nfc i'll go to the afc in the south we got the texans at five and three see they rolling off five wins in a row there was oh and three now they're doing their thing now we they got to get to the complimentary receivers though to nuke hop and uh, I think uh, Kevin Cootie, and he's gonna need to step up. No more Wolf Fuller, man. Wolf Fuller was the, the perfect complimentary option because he's a deep option too. So it was just like bomb. Do I throw a bomb here? Or do I throw a bomb there? It's like, hmm. Pick your poison. Who's getting single covered? I'm throwing that direction. And it was pretty damn simple, man, for him for the longest. So we'll see how they can keep that up. Uh, Lamar Miller was running the ball well for them also. So that's another thing to keep in keep in mind. Can they keep that up? And run it behind them. Titans at 3-4. and four, Colts at 3-5. and five, Jags at 3-5. and Muddied bunch there. Titans lost a game recently against the Chargers out in London. They've been playing three weeks in a row in London. And they went for two at the end of the game. Didn't get it. And it could have went to OT. <clears throat> and then the Jags, man. Jalen Ramsey been running his mouth. And then now he's not. Oof. Not so hot, man. They beat the Pats. It's so crazy. It's just, uh, it proves it. NFL is a week-to-week league. Not every team you see every week is the same version of themselves. And uh, there's not enough, really, sample sizes to for anybody to get. Oh, shit. Ugh. Oh, my God. There's not enough sample sizes for anybody to get a, a super telling, distinctive read on people. Because there's just not enough situations. There's not enough reps. It's the nature of the sport. So a lot of variances, a lot of chances and shit. And yeah, man, I think the Jags are like, you know, proven kind of that Bortles is a limited quarterback, but he can do certain things against certain teams. Just because, you know, 
he's got some pluses and you can get away with uh, some of the minuses but against other teams he's just he's got he doesn't have a chance he doesn't have no shot none and uh, we also know too the Patriots they don't be doing like a lot of shit in the regular season they be playing very vanilla or more vanilla than people would think uh, at times, and and then from there they expand the the book the playbook. They keep things in the bag. Every year, every season, you see it. It's like, oh, where the fuck did they bring that play out? Like in the playoffs, like <laughs> the freaking like division round where they needed a a score like big time in certain key key moment. Like they pull some crazy. It's like, oh, where did that exotic blitz come out of? Uh, it's, it's like yeah, they had it in the fucking playbook since goddamn June. It's like y'all ain't even been paying attention. They've been running in practice every two weeks just to keep it fresh. You know, Philly special type shit. You know, that stuff. Teams be doing that, man. They be doing that. Um, But yeah, it just goes to show you that when you play them in the regular season, it's not always the same. It's not the same. Scenarios. Et cetera, et cetera. And we'll go to... AFC North next we got Steelers at 4-2 and two and 1 a lot of ties this season the Bungles at 5-3 and three. not doing bad themselves Ravens 4-4 four four. Browns 2-5 and 1 so the Ravens were a bit of a surprise to start the year but now they're back at 500 so see if uh, Flaquito Joe Flacco uh, can do it with those new weapons uh, that he had this season. John Brown, Willie Sneed, Michael Crabtree, Alex Collins. He's been doing okay. I think they could still stand to run the ball better. I know they've been bringing in uh, Lamar Jackson every so often, so I've seen some him do some things. I know he rushed in a touchdown a couple games ago. But yeah, the Bengals playing very solid and doing normal Bengal things. 3-1 and one at home. Making opportunistic defensive plays. They're getting good Andy Dalton. We'll see how long that lasts as the weather gets colder. The Steelers back up on top. No Le'Veon. No problem. We shall see. They're getting scored on like crazy though. Crazy. But uh, Big Ben, they've just been able to keep him upright. Out there throwing Still slanging. Uh, see the West. It looks uh, like two teams and everybody else sucks. Seven and one chefs. Five and two chargers. Donkeys three and five. And the Raiders one and six. Not very good. Aiming for that number one pick. Um. Yeah, man. Fucking my homies going ridiculous. Let's see. I gotta find that. I gotta fucking look that up. Uh, let's see. Huh. Nope. I don't know where it's from. <laughs> what the hell was that nickname? Um, any hoot. 
any oh, let me now I gotta look it up Let's see best Patrick Mahomes nicknames there was a good ass one yes this was mm -mm -mm. let's see the reddit Boom, gotta go on the Reddits. The Reddits have all the answers. It's showtime! Showtime! <laughs> Krabby Patty. <laughs> That's a good one. Mm, nah. Oh, Patty Ice. That's right. That was the one that I saw here. Patty Ice. I think that was a good one. Um. Let's see. Roads take Mahomes. <laughs> take Mahomes. Krabby Patty. Patty Cakes. Pork Chop Express. Alright. I gotta go to fucking Kansas City shit. Yeah. Damn, 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 damn. Big cajones, Mahomes. Jeez. Anyway, they're looking ridiculous. But it's the Chiefs. So we'll see when the weather gets cold once again. They're one of those teams. Like the Bengals every year. Where you're like, mm, I don't know, dude. Sneaky, sneaky LA Chargers at 5-2, and two, though. That's another thing team to, to consider. It's like a very good wild card. Wild card team. And in the AFC East, as always, Pats up 6-2 record on top. 4-4 four four Dolphins, 3-5 Jets, 2-6 Buffalo Bills. Just like that. Yeah, pretty much the uh, order you might have uh, assumed. Uh, just about. Just about where you would peg some of these teams. Uh, at least at least looking in hindsight, looking in, in tradition and all that shit. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I feeling time? I don't know what the fuck. I should, should I not be doing this? Should I just be going straight? No chaser. This is fucking 40 minutes into this already. Yes, Mario. Yes on everything. Um, yeah, we're saying Cooper got traded. Oh, yeah. Congrats to the Boston Red Sox knocking off the Los Angeles Dodgers in five games and the home Allen. Uh, who we for aforementioned him earlier. Uh, yeah, he got to go to Game Five and see his home, his team in the city he lives in, beat the home team for a World Series. He got to see his team win a World Series. That's pretty pretty crazy. I'm not gonna lie, that would be insane if uh, should have went to one of those Giants games, man. I really should have. I should have found a way. Should have fucking found a way. Anywho, that would have been fucking ridiculous. Hard to pull off. Did go to a parade, though. That was very fun. Parades are very fun while inebriated. <laughs> I think that's just the... 
a fact of life. I think that's why Super Bowl parade, like championship parades, and Mardi Gras, right? Everyone's fucked up. Fourth of July parades aren't too bad sometimes, depending. Depending if you got cool shit to show off. If not, then it's like whatever. If it's like a car show with people in it, with like semi-important local people in it, sometimes that's kind of cool just to see the cars. Sometimes some cool people. You're like, oh, there's the weather lady. Yeah, bitch ain't that ain't so bad. I think she's just weather lady hot. <laughs> or TV hot. I don't even know what that means. It's probably the opposite around. It's like, oh, man, she's she better than she looks on TV. She ain't look like shit on TV. Anywho. Yeah, man, that shit was crazy. Um, so what was it? It was... Uh, Game one, Boston, Ben and had that crazy catch. Game two in Boston, they win that game as well. Uh, what the fuck else happened in that game? Oh, now I got to look back. Uh, MLB. Let's see, World Series results. Let's see. And yeah, oh yeah, Red Sox 4-2. I think this was the game Madsen came in and just gave up everything. I think that happened twice. Yeah. Game three was the epic one. That was a crazy one. That was the 18-inning freaking marathon on Friday night, which... Rewind, I was back. I got an invite to go DJ a house party out in Sanita. So I went and did that with uh, the homies. Shout out to Frank, shout out to Aries. Um, we've both been on the show before. They're um, TPCS alumni. So what's good? Uh, so yeah, they. that was crazy. I was like looking at my phone, looking at the updates. And... Party started getting going wild, but then I was like, shit, it's the 12th inning. I'm going to go find the Wi-Fi. Got that. Watched it on my phone. And low-key didn't enjoy myself in the party like I wanted to, but you know what? That game was pretty epic. I was like walking to the fridge and to the beers, and people were asking me like, yeah, oh, shit, is that fucking game still going on? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> it was like midnight. It was like past midnight. It was It was insane. Pretty damn epic, but it was a 3-2 victory by the Doyers on that one. They earned that one. Long as fuck. There was just desperation and, yeah, all of the above. Game four is a crazy one because this one I fucking fell asleep. I fell asleep because he came back and I was dead tired from uh, that party. And, uh, we had a good time. And drove back, and we'll start watching the game. Dodgers were up when I was out, when I first passed out. And then the Red Sox came back on them. Ended up winning a 9-6. There was just uh, an onslaught of, uh, in hindsight, poor mismanagement uh, decisions that were made involving the pitchers. So Dave Roberts got a lot of heat. I want to say for game four especially being one of them game two being another one 
Game five, uh, it was David Price actually. They threw him on the mound again. I want to say, I want to shout out to Walker Bueller in game uh, three and Evaldi in game three too. Evaldi pitched like seven or eight innings in relief and gave up that homer at the end. But you can't, it's like hard to blame him because the dude was like only pitching like one inning, two innings at a time throughout the postseason. And damn, they stretched him hard. They stretched him. Pause. <laughs> they they really worked them hard. Um, also pause. But uh, yeah, man, game five was was uh, Red Sox pretty much all the way, and it was just like depression was sitting in for the Dodger fans. It was fucking crazy, and it was great at the same time. It was pretty cool getting to watch that from my perspective. It just I just like seeing some of them squirm and suffer. I just just sometimes that's fun. That's evil, but that's rivalries, and that's uh, that could be healthy because it's 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 in a meaningless game and a meaningless sport that generates millions of dollars in revenues and attention around the world. But hey, it's everything and it's nothing at the same time because that's what any that's what everything is, right? Right. So I mean, what you like is what you like, and it is what it is, man. That's my thoughts on that. I don't know why I had to get all philosophical and deep and shit, but but yeah, man. It was a crazy year for the Sox, man. They're just uh, the juggernaut team of the season. They just ran away with it. Mookie came into his own. Just dominated all season and did his thing. Team from top to bottom. Steven Pierce won the MVP. Like, who the hell would have predicted that? That's what happens in the MLB sometimes. She always gets just like random guys that like end up winning those awards. But oftentimes they're not the best dude on the team per se. But still. That shit's crazy. That shit's crazy. So shout out to them. And yeah, I hope my teams can uh, step it up. Step it the fuck up and uh, get deeper into the postseason. So what the fuck is next? Oh yeah, we're going to get into NBA season. It's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. Real, 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 real fucking crazy. Um, I got to talk, talk, uh, talk shit about my Sacramento Kings, though. The fuck is up? I want to say, what are they, six and five and three? Let's see. NBA standings. Let's look at them. Let's fucking look at them. Uh, yes, sir. Look at them. Sacramento Kings. In the eighth spot, five and three record. What the fuck is up? They're on the road right now. They're really showing up, doing well. Willie Colley Stein is really impressing. He's gunning for that contract. He is, this boy's trying to get paid, but he's doing it in a very productive manner. Very, very, very good job so far. He is locked in. Not making these boneheaded plays that he's been known for. He's been staying within himself on offense. Not doing too much. Doing well with his little post moves and his uh, putbacks and his energy and his and his rebounding. Switching on defense. Blocking shots. Getting his hands in the passing lanes. He's been doing all that. He's been, uh, been 6'11", big body with active feet. So it was just a matter of getting the mental part of the game moving and that's what he's really doing 
everything else that he can add to his game is gravy. Because if he literally gives you what you're given, what he's been given, then it's 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 been awesome. Because he's been given a lot of 20 point, 10 rebounds, a couple blocks, sometimes a steal or two like efforts, and it's uh, it's been impressive to watch, man. I've I've really really enjoyed that. They've uh, done a very good job of pushing the pace so far. And getting a lot of things in transition. And De'Aaron Fox has been the head of that. Gotta give that dude tons of fucking credit. That dude has been on point. All real season. Uh, but he healed. he's been knocking down shots. Been doing his thing. And I want to give a shout out to Iman Shepard. He's been putting in real good work. Giving real good minutes. And being like one of those. Like uh veteran but not super old over the hill veterans he's some dude who's still trying to give get himself another contract in this league and i think this season he kind of in this off season he he got himself in a good mental state and i think he's uh made a good um like he understands the situation that he's in and he's been put in because he's been kind of getting uh he's been put in some good situations i want i would say in his career as like a professional athlete getting to play in New York City is not the worst thing getting to play with LeBron James can bring a lot of spotlight and attention on you and stuff like that good and bad good and bad definitely so he's played in those scenarios before so this is a lot more chill a lot more low-key and definitely a lot lower expectations and not as mad and it's more understanding if the things don't work out versus other places it's like they're at your necks man you gotta you gotta to step it up and that's kind of that was kind of the vibe at the time so yeah he's uh he's trying to get his spot and he's holding down that small forward spot so i mean i'll take whoever they can get mon shumpert is definitely somebody who younger when he was younger back in new york he was somebody who i thought the, the Kings should definitely target but getting him now it's like surprisingly been very good so hopefully he can keep that up gotta give the shout out to vladi divats signing convincing the mania bielitsa to chill and come to sacramento because that dude has been the small or the um, uh, small ball power forward or whatever stretch four Whatever turn you want to, you know, use big man that can shoot the ball, kind of guy, and uh, he's been uh, able to stretch the four and really unleash what uh, De'Aaron Fox has been able to do. And yeah, he's been playing really, really well, knocking down shots all over left and right, giving good energy, and he's surprisingly a lot better, has a lot better ball skills than I anticipated, really. They're letting the home dude like show out, out there breaking some guys down, making some real nice passes. He's got some good core vision for a big man. So uh, that dude can ball. I like him. I like him out there. He's a very good uh, complement to what Willie Collie Stein can do. And consequently, he's kind of put Scalabissier on the bench because that dude has not gone off the in, in playing time. Bagley's been playing ahead of him. And, uh, yeah, obviously Willie Costa even. Seen him play uh, at times because, you know, he's been 
banged up a little bit. I think he had a groin injury he's been uh, coming back from. So, yeah, Pilitza, he's been doing doing very nice things for Sacramento. Bagley's still raw, but still giving good energy, giving good hustle. And uh, every time he's in there, he makes uh, he makes a few plays that are pretty pretty nice. He's got a little wiggle on the post. Def being left-handed is definitely an advantage. I've seen uh, people forget about that when he comes into the game from time to time. And uh, hey, he's got the little jump hook. He's working on everything else. He's got the athleticism to get rebounds and to block shots and to play some defense. And that's what he's been doing, actually. And that's what I've uh, I've enjoyed because in college, it didn't seem like he was uh, as attentive on the defensive end of the floor. Or maybe they just didn't ask for him to be that way at Duke. I'm not sure. Not really sure. But uh, Bags has been pretty good. Also, Frank Mason. I want to give him a shout out. Backup point guard. He has been doing some things. If uh, De'Aaron Fox is a greyhound, Frank Mason's like a pit bull. This is kind of how I see it, man. He's uh, he's gonna body you. He's gonna get into you, and he's gonna uh, he's gonna hit open shots. He's gonna make the right play, and just it's kind of annoying. He's always there. He's always aggressive. He's attacking the hoop, drawing fouls, doing the most, doing all that. So I really like him, man. And it's kind of coalescing. So that's what uh, that's what is up, man. I'm really appreciating that. And uh, I hope this uh, trajectory continues. They still don't even have Bogdan Bogdanovich, who was their best player last year. The funnest dude to watch on the team, I would say. I do splashing threes left and right. So if Buddy can keep the Hashri going, Nemanja... And Bogdan, oh man, that could be, that can be potent, man. And it's a team that is unselfish and is willing to pass the ball around too. So that I like. What I don't like, Justin Jackson. What he's been doing, he needs to step it up a bit. I'm uh, thought he could do a little bit more. Oh yeah, Harry Giles, I gotta give. Uh, I'm cautiously still optimistic about him because he's still getting his foot footing. Still figuring out how to how to play. He's had some moments that have been positive for sure. I've just been like, okay, I see you, I see you. And other times he's uh, he's done so so. So um, I'm interested to see how the big man rotation is gonna shake out as the season progresses. Because as I mentioned, Scalabis, yeah, he's still on ice really. Costa Kufis, he's uh, been coming back from injury. And uh, is fucking Zebo on this roster still? Is Zebo still on this roster? Mm, yeah, he is. Almost, what's up with him? I don't know. What the fuck is going on? What's What is what is what is this what is it what's this deal? What's that? What's this deal? What's your deal? He was in Memphis recently. Due to coach's decision. 
So he's just been chilling on the bench, I guess. I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. I haven't seen him. He's been in my... Which is probably a good thing. But, uh... Yeah, Zebo's interesting, man. Zebo's interesting one, man. It's fun as hell. But I get it, man. This dude is 37. He's... That bulky interior presence, really, man. Yeah, man. Anyway, any hoot. We'll see how that progresses. Back to the rest of the league. Um. What the fuck was I saying? Yeah, man. Some surprises to start. One in five Houston Rockets sitting down at fourteenth place. That is pretty surprising. Lakers only two and five. In twelfth place. Thunder two and four to start the season. It's surprising that Jimmy Butler's still on the T Wolves. Apparently Houston offered four first rounders for him. But with the rules in the NBA, they can't trade consecutive first round picks in multiple years so that'd be four first rounders over a seven year time span because it has to be years to break up the picks if my math is correct i want to say that's how it would be plus believe houston could have some protections on the pick too Phyllis picks are probably coming to you way the fuck down the line. And they can just play games. So that's probably why they didn't accept the deal, I would say. Uh, let's see. Up in the standings, a Spurs 4-2. What's up? DeMar Rosen's been playing good. Marcus Aldridge is doing their normal things. I think... Uh, Popage trying to do his money ball shit and just say, like, when they're zigging, we're zagging. We're going to do some other shit. But uh, DeMar, I think uh, it's been good for him to go to San Antonio. We'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season bears out. He was a pretty cool dude when I met him a few years back. Trailblazers at five and two, technically third place, and the Nuggets at five and one, and then the Warriors at seven and one, and they're just going ridiculous as always. Clay Thompson just broke the record for most three pointers in a game yesterday, and he did it after actually being in a slump. Like the rest of the earlier in the season, he was shooting like twenty percent from three or some shit, like something under twenty or something crazy. And then fucker breaks a record in one night. He had like 52 points. It was crazy. He had like 13 threes, 14 threes. 14. I think he beat Curry's record. Curry said he wanted him to beat it too. So fuck it. Go out and do it, dog. Dude was on fire. Crazy. Grizzlies are 4 and 2. Yeah, it's the season's early. We'll see what's up. Jazz 4 and 2. Pelicans 4 and 2. This team's kind of bunched up in the middle. That's the West. In the East, start at the top. We got the Milwaukee Bucks. 7-0, still undefeated. Giannis 
He's been doing his thing. And he's just got a bunch of like freak athletes on their team. And they got a white Dante <laughs> on their team. Shout out to Bomani Jones. He says they got white Dante. <laughs> Dante DiVincenzo. Hasn't been doing too bad, man. I thought he was uh, more of a hype, you know, uh, tournament darling. But, nah, not so. Not so. Dude's been doing his thing. Toronto. Toronto been doing their thing, too. 7-1. and one. Kawhi's been looking nice. Doesn't look 100% there, but he looks... He looks good for them. He's doing things that uh, I don't think anybody else on the Toronto Raptors has had the gall or the talent to try to pull off. Um, and just kind of be that uh, lockdown wing defender. And he could be the guy that uh, is willing to take that last shot and is good enough to go one-on-one on everybody. Because and and Lowry together, they just they couldn't figure that out. They couldn't figure it out at the end. So I think with Kawhi there, I think people know what's up. And that dude has the craziest freaking heads. They're freaking mitts and paws. They're crazy. Anywho, we expect them to be good. Uh, Celtics 5-2, and two, they're doing all right. Still kind of figuring out the rotations and everything. I almost have too much talent. Pistons 4-2. I've been hearing Blake Griffin's been doing good things. Been putting up some numbers. He's been getting some crazy dunks. He's also gotten rejected a couple times. But he is going for it this season. And I like it. I like this energy. I like it. Blake is much maligned. He's been much maligned in the past. And I don't know. I've kind of been a Blake apologist at times. But I just... Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's... Uh, he's getting quite his fair shot or due. Or maybe the best scenario. Or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the best coaching. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But he's expanded his game every season. That's what you figure out. It's just like he does something a little different. So when people got mad when he stopped, like, just jump, just solely trying to dunk on people all the time. It's just He was just like, bro, I can't do this and have a career. I got to figure that other stuff out. And so he did. He just started to figure it out. He, still, he can still do that every once in a while. But uh, you, don't, you, you don't need to. You know what I mean? So that's what he's doing. Pacers there at four and three. Sixes of four and four. They don't look as smooth as last year, but uh they got talent, man. They still still know what's up. Maybe JoJo Embiid and those uh under armors isn't doing them so hot. I don't know. Don't know. Hornets are four and four, Heat three and four. And then just some dredge here. Look at this. Two and five Chicago. Two and five New York Knicks. 2-5 Orlando Magic. Took that L tonight, son. Against the Sack Kings. What's up? What's up, fool? 916, son. Um Brooklyn 2-5. Hawks 2-5. Cavs 1-6. Cavs 1-6. From the penthouse to the outhouse. 
just like that. It's pretty sad. Ty Lu just got canned too. I don't know what he could have done to stem that. Let's, uh, yeah. Not the best scenario for them. Not by a long shot. So yeah, that's a that's an NBA basketball breakdown. Let's see. Let's talk about some Champions League. I know. Oh, one other thing, man. G League was offering hundred twenty five thousand to these high schoolers. Bro, that ain't nothing, dog. That ain't nothing from what freaking some of these D one college programs boosters be giving dudes under the table. You can get that shit. A signing bonus, dog. Let's see. Oh yeah, world of uh, UEFA football. Ronaldo had a trip back to Old Trafford and they got the W there. Oh no, they tied. I think. Oh no, what the fuck was it? The Champions League. I need to see what's up. Champions League scores. Ooh, they played last week. They don't play until next week. They have a week off. Uh, oh yeah, Juve won one nothing. That's right. Uh, Diabala scored that one. Um, yeah, man. Let's see. Madrid won two one, but Lopetegui just got canned because they lost four to one in El Clasico. So man, Lopetegui fucks up his uh, job at the at the Spanish national team. To go to Real Madrid early. Comes to Real Madrid. Flounders. Or his team doesn't do so hot. He gets fired. Just like that. That's so crazy. The world and the life of being a hotshot uh, coach player in uh, the world of world football. Fucking ridiculous, man. That's just so crazy. And uh, they're talking about blowing up the team. Who should they get? And Damn. All like that. That happened quick, man. But yeah, that was Messi. That was Barcelona without Messi, too. Messi out for a few matches, a few weeks with, uh, I think he broke his arm, I want to say. Fractured his fibula, something like that. Some shit like that. I don't know. Ain't no doctor. Fractured something in his arm. Yeah, those have been kind of the big uh, big storylines, I guess. Oh, yeah, the PSG-Napoli game uh, was pretty crazy. The PSG had uh, Angel Di Maria with that left-footed strike into the top corner. That was very, very saucy. Very saucy. That was in the... 94th minute or something like that like an extra time he's you know one of those players very limited in certain ways but what he's good at he's fucking great at you know got to that left foot got cut inside from the from the right wing got inside the defender ripped the shot the corner of the box put that uh, that great finish on it pretty much it that's all she wrote and they got that uh, that draw that was a big big draw there from PSG Napoli was uh, on top of them all day all game Insigne they got some guns there 
uh, Mertens. You got some guys, man. Napoli's good. Dortmund playing very good this year, too. 4 0 over Atletico. And Barcelona 2 0 over Inter. Liverpool 4 0 over Bellstar. Red Star, Belgrade. That's what I meant to say. Mm, then what else did I say? Uh, Bayern 2 nothing versus uh, Athens. AK Athens or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Shout out to Chucky Lozano, though. Just terrorizing Tottenham. They got a 2 2 draw on that one, so. Remember for PSV Einholmen. Had a lot of Mexican players on the teams in the past. Oh, yeah. Man City beat Shakhtar 3 0. That was another one. Let's see. What was the EPL scores for this weekend? No, not schedule. Scores. Doosh, 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 doosh. Yeah, I didn't even watch this weekend. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? I don't even know. 4 1, I know Liverpool won. And Chelsea got 4 0. Arsenal 2 2. Man U 2 1 over Everton. Man City 1 over Tottenham. Yeah. Oh, it was yesterday. Game was yesterday. What the fuck? I don't even know what's going on anymore. I gotta get back into that APL fucking groove. Anywho, we'll keep it moving. Oh yeah, we talk about the zone signing for Canelo for over three hundred million dollars, man. HBO boxing out of the out of uh, commission. What's going on with the sport, man? Boxing is going through a little transition right now. Showtime still trying to put on big fights. They got Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder heavyweight matchup. I think it might be an incredible fight. Coming December 1st. That one I'm fucking amped for. That's the next big one in my book. Um, that's worth really, really watching. Tyson Fury's story is pretty damn crazy. Deontay Wilder is just a crazy type of boxer. That is 39-0 with a bunch of fucking knockouts. That dude just has Thor's hammer in his uh, left fist. That dude is fucking crazy. Yeah, man. Fight Southpaw and everything, too. Oof. Oh, man. The Bronze Bomber. This dude is crazy. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Fucking crazy. Apparently he was there. I was reading an article recently that he was he got three of his guys that hold mitts that were um, got injured. Whew. Did I say his left? I'm in it. I think I'm in his right. How the fuck do I know? Deontay's nice, man. Deontay's solid. He had that win over Luis Ortiz. It was exciting as hell. But uh, Tyson Fury, man, that dude's crazy. If you haven't, take a chance. Go on the Joe Rogan podcast. Listen to his story. That shit was pretty crazy. Uh, 
pretty damn wild. Love it, love it, love it. But yeah, the zone man stepping up. Are they gonna be the the next uh, on demand uh, like fight game type thing? I don't know. I don't fucking know. HBO being gone, it just it feels so weird, man. I just grew up watching all those broadcasts. I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but like the reason I so much love boxing and have an appreciation for the sport, I think it's through my grandpa on my uh, and my dad too. My grandpa on my mom's side, especially. He was an amateur boxer back in Mexico, back in uh, Guadalajara, growing up. And so he had a real deep appreciation and love for the sport. It, uh, he would kind of pass down. He had a all the time. All the fights were like uh, were bought with always my uncles would go watch them too, and because uh, they loved the sport too. And my dad would come, and yeah, a lot of family members. We'd all go to the uh, watch all the fights together growing up, and that was uh, one of the times that we got a bond and everything, which was pretty cool. So yeah, one of the reasons why I love that shit. It was pretty amazing. Pretty amazing to watch. We always had all the the De La Hoya fights, uh, the Roy Jones fights. I remember watching Tyson fight way back in the day, Lennox Lewis, um, some of the Klitschko brothers at the beginning um, when they were coming on the scene. I remember watching them. Oh man. Yeah, a lot of a lot of great fighters: Pacquiao, Marquez, Morales, Barrera. Oh God! Oh, some warriors. There's some warriors we got to watch. There were some great fights. Mm. Yeah, man, we used to get together pretty pretty often, just to go to go watch what whatever was happening. Yeah, it's uh, it's not the same as it once was, man. It's the Jim Lampley. Used to have, uh, um, he still got Harold Letterman. Used to have, uh, Jimmy Stewart. He was amazing. Um, what's his name? HBO commentators. What the hell is it? Boxing. What the fuck is up with this key, man? Uh, Larry Merchant. <laughs> Larry, Larry was good. And they got Roy Jones now. And Max Killerman. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. They're they're going away. Not doing without it, so it's, it's gonna be kind of weird. But uh, boxing will keep going, we'll keep it moving. Boxing's a weird thing. Yeah, we'll run through some uh, world news topics uh, coming up. But we had a hurricane that happened recently, Hurricane Michael down in Florida. Just wish everyone the best and all the recovery efforts and all that stuff. I know it's already been a few weeks, but you know what I'm saying? Because it's been a few weeks for us too, man. Give us some slack. Give us some fucking slack. 
Yeah, and then we had a tropical storm in Baja and in Arizona and stuff like that. It went, got all the way up to Arizona, I guess. I don't know. But, man, this climate shit is fucking real, dog. This shit is crazy. It's getting more intense, and I'm scared as fuck. I don't want no earthquake. It hasn't earthquaked in a long time out here. And it's just like... It's like we're asking for it, man. It's crazy. Let's see. We got that uh, Khashoggi disappearance. Oh, my God. The murder. Dude walks into the Saudi... He's a... He's a uh, Saudi expat who was in Turkey went to the embassy for some documents or something. Got murdered. They staged the murder. They tried to give an imposter to see that he left. They apparently the reports are that he they brutalized brutally murdered him. Chopped him into pieces, put him into suitcases, briefcases, and dipped out of the building. Oof, 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 oof. He was a dissident, very anti against the uh, uh, Mohammed bin Salman and his uh, his whole family and how they were running things. Oof, 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 oof. That shit was pretty crazy. And, uh, yeah, it's been having some backlashes because the Saudis have a lot of that oil money tied up in a lot of different places. And so a lot of different people don't want to get them mad because of that because they just want to keep the money flowing. And so this puts a big damper on a lot of that shit, man. And so it makes people think, man. It's got some blood money. So it's just, it's kind of crazy, man. It's just like Bill Salman, it's like, the audacity just to be doing that in like broad daylight that way. You make it pretty convincing as to who did it. I mean, it's hard not to be able to put two and two together there. It's pretty crazy. So yeah, we'll see what the what that does to the future. Here's a very, very interest, interesting story that I picked up on recently. So Facebook got caught lying about their video view counts from a few years ago. The algorithms were boosting the counts higher than what uh, actually was reality, pretty much. What this did, did, though, is it led all the news media, or a lot of the news media, to usher in a new era of less print, more video content for the masses they made that decision partially based off of the number of view counts they were getting on these social media platforms such as facebook so what that did is it uh uh let these media companies make the decision to let a lot of these editors writers meet the chopping block they got some video editors, and less reporters and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, man, they ended up getting fired after the truth got uh, uh, was revealed too with the video editors in the long run. Because they, f- they eventually figured out the video wasn't all it. 
So now two people are doubly fucked. So it's just like, it's just a fucking crazy scenario, man. It's just so this, a lot of these social media sites just have, uh, there's a lot to it, man. There's a, it's not just uh, letting people just fucking go and do it. They just, uh, there's got to be some more regulations on this shit, man. This shit's getting out of hand. Anywho, let's see. Yeah, let's get into some uh, politics shit. Okay, let's start first. Uh, this one here. Megan Kelly on her fucking show. Her former show, I should want to say now. Had some uh, pretty choice comments about blackface. Seemed like she ain't got no fucking issues with that. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, very concerning, but also not too surprising, considering her former employer and uh, where her uh, breadwood was breaded before. Always commenting about how Santa was white and all that stuff, too. It's just like, come on, man. Let people have some shit. What the fuck? But yeah, they were, the topic was just... Uh, Controversial Halloween costumes and their blackface got brought up, and she wasn't too, you know, down on the fact that people still do it and all that shit. So it's like, nah, bitch. Yeah, I don't think you should have that show. I don't think you should put that shit up on television like that. Um, but yeah, that's your view. That's your view. I get it, but. Shame on the network and all these people for promoting uh, those views and all that stuff. So, yeah, you kind of figured you might have been able to get something like this. It's kind of, kind of what you were getting when to hire. But it's fucking ridiculous. She got $69 million just to dip. You got fired and you get paid $69 million. Can I get fired tomorrow for that shit? Where's that clause in my contract? God damn. God damn. That seems pretty damn insane. Anyway. Oh, this is very more troubling news. Um, yeah, we'll get to the migrant caravan going through Mexico right now. Has a lot of people not from Mexico. I want to point out. I think I want to say it all started in... Uh, Honduras, and then up to Guatemala, no, where was the Mexican migrant caravan started, I want to get this right, start, Started back on March 25th. This is uh, thousands of people, man. Freaking crazy. Mm -mm -mm. Thousands of people just, just trying to go their march. Everyone's talking about it though, cause it's just uh, it's a political talking point, man. 
this is this is, did eventually happen like has happened at other times but yeah a lot of people from Honduras um but yeah, they went from Honduras to Guatemala, all the way up to Mexico. But then just been they've been gaining some stream as they're going there. It's been gaining their stream as uh, they've been going north. But the problem with this journey is it takes months for it to continue. So they're a thousand miles away from the U.S. border. It's gonna take them forever to get there, and. By the time that happens, it's it's gonna be a rough mission for some people. I don't know if everyone's gonna make it through, not just physically and all that stuff, but just mentally. Or some of these people who have joined the caravan are just joining for support and and don't really have the intention of going all the way. That's definitely happened too. People have come and given aid. There's been a lot of people who have. Uh, I think the the Mexican government recently gave some aid too. It's uh, thousands of people just asking for asylum in Mexico. Even too, the system has been slow, so a lot of people have just been pushing forward. They kind of burst through at the border. It kind of kept it moving. But uh, Trump wants to use this as political talking points just because... um, He's making everyone afraid that uh, all these people are going to come and bombard uh, the U.S. and all this shit. And he's saying how he thinks there's some terrorists possibly being able to get in there. Um, Yeah. He's blaming the Democrats on this other shit, as he always does. So... It's been crazy. It's been kind of kind of crazy as to how that uh, it's been going through. There's been a lot of pressure on the U.S. There apparently reports that they're gonna be sending some troops down to the southern border to fortify the I don't know the defenses I don't know. I don't know what use they're going to be. No idea. But, uh, yeah, that's the that's the word on the streets. That's what's going to happen, man. Freaking sad. Freaking, freaking sad. And I just want to say prayers and just safe travels for all those people. Because it's, 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 it's a crazy, crazy, crazy journey. I don't think people realize how intense and insane it can be. Obviously, being Mexican myself, that's a very deep connection with uh, immigration and movement and, and things of that nature because my family's experienced it very close and it's a very multi-layered topic and, you know, it's a uh, it's difficult, difficult thing. If uh, if you're not somebody from one position or the other to see the other side, it's, it's, it's one of those type of topics, yeah. Just uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough one to get into. But this uh, this caravan man, this just it goes to show just the deep layered like a multi um, headed like p- 
problems that are going on in different parts of the world and how a lot of times we're just like unaware of it because I mean no doubt we got our own problems here but sometimes we have no idea what the ramifications are of our of our actions on other people's too cuz there's been some bad ones man there have been some bad ones oh man some bad decisions, man, made to back to the people down in like El Salvador. Um, yeah, and a lot of different. The U.S. has a long history of intervention in Latin America that is uh, not very pristine, I should say. Long, long history. Now I would uh, advise people to uh, take a look at that about that. Take a look into that. Oh, boy, 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 boy. Mm-mm-mm. Man, there's been uh, a lot of political pipe bombs being sent around in the mail recently. A lot of people got sent ones. Uh, pipe bomb. Boom. Wow, the suspect had a list of over 100 targets total. Caesar Sayak. Mm, now this guy was like posted a bunch of MAGA shit online or whatever. It's just going crazy, man. 14 suspicious packages. Ugh, 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 ugh. It's fucking crazy, man. Here are all the people who got targeted. George Soros, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, 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 what am I from, fucking uh, Wisconsin? Or fucking Baltimore? I don't know, Obama. Obama did a good job, I don't know. Uh, Former Attorney General Eric Holder, Democratic U.S. Representative Maxine Waters, John Brennan, works for CNN, Actor Robert De Niro, uh, Joe Biden, Cory Booker, U.S. Senator, James Clapper, former director of national intelligence, Kamala Harris, U.S. Senator, and Tom Stairs, Democratic donor. Oh, this is a name that I didn't read before. Uh, found it in Burlingame. Yeah, man, there's packages all over the country this dude sent. Chicago, Maryland, Los Angeles, um, Florida. Uh, Washington, New York. Yeah, it's all over, man. All over. This dude... Is kind of out there. Kind of fucking out there. Um, mm, no explosions appeared. Hazard materials were present. 
Hmm. Okay, yeah. This dude's fucked up. This dude fucked up. He didn't create, create it correctly. The Nox devices, but they're not working devices either. Thank goodness. Thank goodness people are fucking idiots in other ways. Mm. Say Possibly save some lives there, man. Fucking dumbass shit. Anyway, let's get off that subject. That was crazy. Yeah, let's go into a nice, uh, you know, more cheery subject here. Freaking shooting that happened in a synagogue the other day. Oh, in Pittsburgh. I gotta give my condolences, man. It's a tough one. Tough one to cover, man. Shooter was anti-Semitic all the way. More violence coming from uh, radicalized people who are lost in the sauce of the spin machine man that's been going on on uh, the internet in certain circles and in uh, public politics which legitimizes said circles which is very disheartening because it gives ill-advised voices megaphones to shout things to the masses and some people actually are listening uh, fortunately you know on this show we ain't gonna promote that shit that's some bullshit so fuck that shit that's horrible none good comes from it ultimately ultimately man nothing fucking good comes from it but yeah man it's been crazy. I do want to say the response has been has been uh, very good. Man, eleven lives lost. I want to say is what the the tally was when I saw it. Uh, let's see. Pittsburgh synagogue shooting. A bunch of protests from Trump making visit. A lot of officials shunned him. This fool killing 11 people, man. Freaking crazy. Let's check the BBC News. Let's get some uh, as un, uh, unbiased opinion as we can. Created on Tuesday by Rabbi Jeffrey Myers. Mm, worst anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history unfolded. Huh. Oh, man. A lot of protesters, a lot of protesters. When 70,000 people signed an open letter and a Pittsburgh-based Jewish leader saying the president was not welcome to the city unless he fully denounces white nationalism. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nobody wants to meet with Trump. 2,000 demonstrators. He's trying to get everybody to hate him, man. President hate, leave our state. That's what they're yelling. Damn. Freaking ridiculous, man. David and Cecil Rosenthal, 54 and 59. The old, the youngest. Daniel Stein, 71. Jerry Rabinowitz, 66. Damn. There's been some groups that have been uh, generating a lot of money to further help them. In a uh, Iranian refugee studying in Washington, D.C. accumulated $900,000 to help rebuild the synagogue support their families. Another fund set up by Muslim American groups helped pay for funeral costs rate 200000 Man. Man, 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 man. Ridiculous, man. So sad. And it's just the political climate that we've getting in. Just people are getting riled up and just going crazy. Going fucking insane. And it's not what you like to see. Not at all. Anyway, I gotta end this shit, man. I gotta go to bed. I gotta get ready to go fucking put my costume on tomorrow and think about being Thanos and all that shit. Snapping my fingers and doing the step. You know, but uh, yeah, I need to smoke, man. And I'm gonna go to bed right now. I'm getting tired, as you might have heard from some of the youngs I've been throwing up recently. But yeah, any hoot, it's been nice getting back. It's um, now Halloween, past midnight. <laughs> and yeah, this is episode 41 of the Puro Caballero Show. Your host, Mario Caballero. A.K.A. Chicano Thanos, A.K.A. the Asthmatic Aztec, and Stony Munoz, the Zooted Zapata, Podcast Game, Eddie Najera, What You Know, and yeah, follow along at Puro Caballero, follow our new Instagram at the Puro Caballero Show, yes, P-U-R-O at T-H-E-P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O Show S-H-O-W Just like that So Yep That's up and running We'll uh Need to edit the post And all that shit But uh Yeah Go follow along Follow us Everywhere you can listen to Podcasts Signing off Once again This has been Episode 41 Hasta la próxima. Deuces.